Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour. This is Dr. Mystery, board-certified urologist and happy host of this show. Here joined by my co-host, my business development manager for our practice, longtime friend, Donna Lee. That's right. I'm also a board-certified co-host, and thank you for listening to She's me. She's board-certifiable by her mm-hmm. psychiatrist. <laughs> Shh. HIPAA violation. <laughs> this show is brought to you by the urology practice, NAU urology specialist that I started in 2007. We specialize in uh, the wide array of urologic care for both men and women. Well, we uh, are proud to have four offices throughout town open to seeing new patients. Um, my practice really specializes in men's health, uh, like uh, men's fertility. I do advanced sexual dysfunction in both men and women. That's where I see a lot of the women. We do uh, incontinence treatment in women and men both. Prostate cancer, advanced prostate surgery, robotic surgery. I have a strong interest in uh, optimizing men's health through testosterone. And that's a lot about what this show is about. That's a lot about what our practice is about. And if you're out there looking for help uh, or wanting a second opinion on your urologic diagnosis, we're here to help you. Donna, how do people get a hold of us and where are our offices? You can call us at 512-238-0762. Our website is armormenshealth.com. And our email address where you can send your amazing questions to is armormenshealth at gmail.com. Our podcasts are free wherever you listen to podcasts, and we talk about everything and anything. And I thought we'd talk about the word dysfunction today. (laughs) You know, this week in the clinic, uh, there were several reminders today about how our focus on men's health is one that really has to involve several things having to do with women's health, too. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was interesting. I, I had a, uh, a 66-year-old man who came into the office just struggling with his erection. We've worked on him and done shockwave on him and put him on meds and fixed his testosterone. His erections are great. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, well, I don't know how much it's going to matter. My, My wife, wife doesn't, doesn't want, want it anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and Aww. then I had another guy, 77-year-old veteran, Mm. Very big proponent of shockwave for ED. He wants us to go and fight to the VA to say oh, that shockwave that. should be I know paid that story. for. Yeah. And after all of that, he's like, well, it doesn't really matter anyway. My wife doesn't want to have sex anyway. Oh. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> Lord, that serves a lot. Of, you've been to the office 12 times. Like, this was a lot of time commitment on our part. And lots of for nothing and emails, yeah. And so it, it reminds me again. Um, and, and the first guy was like, well, I don't want to bring it up with my wife because I don't want to get her mad. And I was like, well, I guess it must not Did be that important. my husband come in again to see you? <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> so first and foremost, I think everybody would agree that a healthy communication about something that was a real big part of your life, at least when you were younger, I think is perfectly acceptable. But mm-hmm. I think if it's like, I can't believe you don't want to have sex with me anymore, I think that's probably the wrong take. We have a patient that did that. He came in, the, the couple came in, and the provider told me about it and said the, the man was super upset that his wife didn't want to have sex three times a day. They're having sex once a day, but he was really pissed off that they weren't having sex three times a day. So I wanted to go find that guy and slap him upside the head, but I did you not. You cannot do that. Why not? That's, that's, that's also not I think every woman listening care. would be agree- in agreement with me. I don't think every single one. <laughs> well, something's <laughs> wrong with you if you want sex three times a day and you're over the age of 50. And then I saw a guy uh, this week, and he is in his 70s. Mm-hmm. His wa- he's a widow, uh, widower. And he's about to get married again. And his Aww. his new wife, who's also in her 70s, he goes, she can't get enough. And, Stop it. And these Is are he so- rich? Is she tricking him? <laughs> Is she tricking him? <laughs> Once he's married, it's, it's all over. done. It's all done That's again. Right. That's something I would do. I know the tricks. 
That's something I would do. Ask Michael. So I thought I'd talk a little bit about what options we have available for common sexual dysfunctions in women. And define dysfunction because I feel like when I heard dysfunction when I first started with you, I feel like something was like physically broken. But that could mean like trauma, mental, emotional trauma from the past, like all sorts of different things fall under the umbrella of dysfunction, right? Understood. And I think that really the, the key part of dysfunction is that it has to cause distress to the woman. Mm. So the woman who doesn't want to have sex and doesn't care, that one we can never fix. Oh, that's me. Yeah, right? <laughs> so we're not fixing you. Okay. We cannot, I don't know what analogy I can use here, but you cannot make that dog hunt sometimes. That's the wrong analogy. Okay. You cannot, you cannot make someone who is not bothered by something change their behavior. Okay. Now, if they're bothered, sometimes they're bothered because their husband's bothered. Now, that counts as bothered. Right. That's bothered. But if they're not even bothered by that, you're not fixing anything. Oh, okay. Well, I have guilt. Is that bothered? That's yeah, that's bothered. a little, that's a little, that, that is definitely bothered. Okay. That's exactly, in fact. The, the definition. The definition. Of <laughs> okay. So, so if you're out there, uh, the, the, the four most common dysfunctions that a woman can have sexually are a dysfunction of desire, mm-hmm. a dysfunction of pain, a dysfunction of arousal, and a dysfunction of orgasm. Okay. So those are the four. It's a lot. And we, the interesting thing is hormones play a big role in all of them. And they're all kind of linked. Because if you have pain, you're not going to have desire. If you have low desire, you may have poor arousal and you may have pain. So the, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the four kind of interact like a circular fashion, not just a linear one comes before the next. Mm-hmm. And so we treat that in the same way. And when I teach uh, sexual issues to medical students, I make sure they know that men and women, when it comes to sex, are pretty much the same. Hmm. It's the same body parts. It's the same hormones. It's the same blood f- reflexes. Everything's the same. Okay. Every part in a woman, there's a corresponding part in the man embryologically. When we approach a woman's sexual health, we think about it in that way. Not that, oh, it just must be some mystery that no one can figure out how a woman <laughs> gets turned on. <laughs> well, guess what? Pick up the socks. Do the mm-hmm. laundry. Don't cause her stress. Give Make her, sure the kids are credit in card. Bed. No. Yeah, we're you're not, a credit card. We're not paying. A limitless credit card. That's a different kind of girl. So hormone replacement, so a woman going through menopause, a lack of testosterone and estrogen can cause a drop in your desire to have sex. Mm-hmm. Um, it can also cause lubrication problems. If you have a history of breast cancer or concerned about breast cancer, I can only tell you that the data does not support that hormone replacement causes breast cancer. It does not support that. Right. If you are perimenopausal, meaning just around menopause or just within 10 years of menopause, mm-hmm. and you take hormones, your breast cancer risk, Alzheimer's risk, and cardiovascular death risk goes down. Oh, so, okay. So if you, are, if you are making decisions out there based on old data, you're actually doing a disservice to yourself. Go mm-hmm. find a hormone specialist. Get the right information. If you have a history of breast cancer or adamantly against taking hormones, we have other treatment options. So we have, if you have decreased arousal, people, you know, these women and men, they always ask, well, why isn't there Viagra for women? And what mm-hmm. do I always say? There is. It's called Viagra. It's called Viagra. <laughs> and so if you have, but you have to have the same problem. In a man, mm. if you have low desire, you don't take Viagra. But if you can't get an erection, you take Viagra. Right. So in a woman, if you're not getting sexually aroused, that's when Viagra will work. And the classic 
uh, woman who, who benefits from it is the one who's on antidepressants like um, mm. Effexor or Wellbutrin. Uh, no, not Wellbutrin, but mm. like uh, um, uh, the, the the SSRIs we mm-hmm. call them. So uh, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. <laughs> That's right. Ooh, you, I know, get a you, gold know, star. you know that a little too well, I guess. <laughs> Uh, and so uh, th- that's a woman who can't get aroused, can't get orgasm, who will benefit from Viagra. Mm. We also have a medicine called flibanserin, also known as Addy. Mm-hmm. It works to um, uh, it works to improve the pleasure center hormone in our brain, and works very well to get increased desire in women. So if you're not interested in hormones but are interested in something else, Addy's a wonderful uh, option. Mm. And then there's one that doesn't sound so great but is awesome, and that's called Vilesi. It is an injection that you take. Right. Uh, so let's say that you and your husband have like a planned date on Friday, but you're really, really not into it. <laughs> and it's harder and harder to convince you to do that Friday night. There's a camera in our house, I'm convinced. How do <laughs> so, you know these things? How do I know all these things? So Vilesi is perfect for you guys. You know, you, you take the injection. It's just a sub-Q injection. Mm-hmm. And your desire will greatly ramp up, uh, you know, throughout the course of the next four or five hours. And mm-hmm. so something that you were going to be dreading, maybe picking a fight to avoid, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot of work to have sex. I mean, wow. Well, you know, sexual intimacy, um, especially uh, for couples, you know, 40 and over. Right. Um, there is definitely a use it or lose it uh, issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, young couples can go through phases where they are hot and cold. But older couples, they usually kind of fade. Yep. And so, and once you develop habits and habits in the relationship, uh, you oftentimes can't go backwards. Mm. So this may be an uncomfortable conversation and you may have already flipped the radio station, but <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's the realities. And if you're a woman out there and you know that your low sexual desire is affecting, you know, your intimacy as a couple and you're a husband out there that doesn't want to talk about it, mm. we're a wonderful place to come to because... Mm-hmm. Um, once you have ED and she has low sexual desire, that's the beginning of the end because, (laughs) you know, you're not going to jump in the game if you can't hit a home run. That's true. And if she doesn't want to play the game, then there's a good excuse Mm -hmm. to sit on that. I noticed my sexual desire goes up a little bit if my husband gets me a Louis Vuitton purse. I don't know if we can all afford that. Mm. Donna, how do people get a hold of us? (laughs) Call us at 512-238-0762 or you can send your emails to email questions to armormenshealth at gmail.com. Our website is armormenshealth.com and as you know, our podcasts, they're just for you and they're amazing. And they're free. The Armor Men's Health Hour is brought to you by Urology Specialists. For questions or to schedule an appointment, please call 512-238-0762 or online at armormenshealth.com.